We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, and on our Oakland Hardjula's Talk and Text Line, the head basketball coach of the uh, Tulane Green Wave, Ron Hunter. Ron, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon, Coach. Hey, guys. How you doing? We're doing great. Coach, uh, man, tough loss against FAU, but you were able to come back your team and bounce back against Tulsa. Uh, just those final minutes against FAU, and, and sometimes uh, you, you got to figure out a way to win those type of games. But also – then the next game, you can't let them beat you twice. Yeah, that's a big thing. I thought that, uh, you know, it was such an emotional game, and especially when you lose a game like that, uh, you know, on, on a call like that. And so I think that uh, I was really concerned going into the game because I thought the first half of Tulsa, we, we had a lingering effect of still that game. But second half, the guys bounced back. And, uh, uh, and I'm glad we kind of had that type of game where we had to go win in overtime, last, you know, last minute of the game, having to make free throws, those type of things. Because, then it kind of puts away that whole deal that happened uh, with Florida Atlantic, and now we can move on. Coach Hunter, uh, how do you, uh, I don't know, uh, I guess it's much more than coaching uh, from a PR perspective, about uh, to entice the fans or the student body, whatever, uh, to support the Green Wave? Is it just where you got to win a bunch of games in a row uh, to have in Fogelman Arena to have, I guess, that home court advantage? where the student body or the fans are really into it because uh, sometimes it has to be frustrating. I know when you have to all of a sudden as a coach, instead of coaching like the X's and O's or whatever or scheme, uh, that you got to encourage the fans, come on, we got a good product out here. We need you to show up. Yeah, you know, it's, it's all part of it. You know, it's, it's, it's different from when I played in college and, you know, you didn't have these cell phones and, 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 and TV and games that you're at your fingertips all the time, you know, especially when you're in a major city, you know, there's so much things to do. So you've got to, you know, not only do you have to win these days, but you got to be exciting in your wins and, and, and you got to entertain. And so that's all part of it now. And, you know, I've been doing this for over 35 years now. And it's just, uh, you know, I think that, yeah, especially in college basketball, you know, college basketball tennis is down. And, you know, one of the reasons there's just so much going on, football season lasts a lot longer uh, these days. And so, uh, there's some things that we have to do, not only at Tulane, but college basketball to kind of lift that back up. And it just can't be about, you know, those couple of weeks we get in March Madness. But, right. uh, but again, you know, one of the things that, you know, we, our crowds, especially since I've been here, you know, generally right after football, the students are now back. Uh, we, we have great crowds in our conference play. I know our game in Memphis is already sold out on Sunday. Uh, so, again, you know we, you, know, we, you know, we get those type of games that we know that, you know, we'll have a crowd. I wish it was a situation where, you know, it didn't matter who you play. Uh, but, you know, this is the times we live in now. And if you don't market and you don't sell your program and those type of things, it becomes really, really hard. And even when you do that sometimes, it's still not enough just because there's so many things that now, uh, you know, students can do and, and, and people in the city can do these days instead of just going to show up at a game. Now, uh, Coach Hunter, uh, you bring up Memphis and uh, talk about the challenges there. Uh, you look at Florida Atlantic, uh, considering how they ended the season last year, how they were hot. And then they've been kind of inconsistent at times, but, uh, you know, went down to the wire with them. 
Uh, what are the different challenges uh, with Memphis uh, compared to FAU and uh, what might come about? Because uh, I think uh, Memphis, uh, where they're at right now with uh, Coach Hardaway that uh, with Penny, uh, that they've done a pretty damn good job at Memphis. Yeah, they've got some really good players, and they've, you know we've had we've actually beaten them the last three out of four times. Right, they beat us uh, in the conference tournament, so we're doing. You know, it's uh, but our league is really good. We, you know, I think we're one of the most underrated leagues in the country. Uh, you know, we, North Texas, who won the NIT last year, uh, they're in our conference, and we, we're on our way to play UAB, who was in the championship game of the NIT championship game last year, and then of course with Florida Atlantic, and then what Memphis did in the NCAA tournament. So we've got a really really tough league. Every night, you know, you got to go out and battle and. You know, I would say right now that Memphis is probably the flagship because of the success they've had over the last 15, 20 years. Uh, but what I'm proud of is that when I first took this job, we couldn't compete with those teams. And now we're an opportunity where we're right up there and, uh, you know, we can fight with championships with these type of teams now. But, you know, it's a constant battle and you just got to keep getting better. And, and don't look at it from a, a global point of view, but just worry about that next game. You know, just like in football or wherever you play, just worry about the next game and control what you can control. Coach Hunter, um, you you live in the present, but you're always thinking about the future. And your thoughts on the the bringing in the high school athlete and also the transfer portal guy that that's always sort of in the back of your mind about okay, uh, I, I worry about what I'm I got to do this year, but I, I'm also looking about the future down the road. Your thoughts on how now the new world of, of college athletics has changed everything with the NIL, transfer portal, being able to move around so much. And it's a commuter world not only of uh, coaches but now of players. And how balanced that with also the high school athlete? Yeah, you know, out of all this, and that's a great question. I, you know, I feel bad for the high school athletes because I'll be honest with you, generally now you, know, you get toward the end of the season you start looking at the high school players that, you know, the man slipped through the cracks. But right now our focus has to be i got to re-recruit the guys on my team. Right. So they don't go in the portal. So, you you know, that's your first step. And then you go into the portal and try to find, you know, kids, you know, that, that, that group of coaches will get fired and kids want to leave or whatever. And, and then all of a sudden, that, you know, your, the scholarships will kind of run out. And then you got, you know, the high school kids. And I just think I think that what we've done with all this is that I really believe that, that Jim or, you know, that guy like a Dennis Rodman that people didn't know or Scotty Pippen, those guys that turn out to be great pros are getting so looked over now because, again, of the portal and, and trying to recruit your own guys. And, you know, I, I feel sometimes more like a general manager who gets paid, who doesn't get paid, who, you know, who, you know, I got guys making one period, they'll, they'll get one point for the season and they want a lot of money. It's definitely changed the landscape and, uh, it's, it's definitely not the business that, that I was in when I first got started, but it is where we're at. And so, um, it's just part of it now, but I really do feel bad. I feel bad for that high school kid that, you know, because again, you could, you know, all of a sudden you didn't have a great summer with the AAU and all of a sudden you, you had a great senior year. I, I, I don't even go to high school's games now at, during the season because I'm so worried about the portal and I'm worried about the kids that I got here. I have to spend all my time with my players on campus and here than I would go out recruiting. And that's what's happening to a lot of head coaches these days. Yeah, Coach, uh, what you brought up, I've talked to not only basketball coaches but football coaches the exact same way. They may go see one prospect or two prospects in a year's time. The rest of the time, it's a, it's about keeping the guys in place and who else you can bring in who's got some experience somewhere else. And so that becomes a real challenge, and I, I agree with you a 1,000%. What it hurts the most, the high school athlete. 
of finding a place to maybe upgrade your game somewhere, to find the right spot for yourself when maybe you didn't maybe have a great junior year, but you really came through as a senior. Man, it, it's it's kind of a quandary here that you're in as a coach. No, there's no question. And, you know, they, even if I get – one of the reasons I don't is that if I go see a kid and I really, really like him, I can't even offer him because i got to wait and see who comes out of the portal. You know, you're trying to say, hey, you know, maybe maybe I can get something better. You know, maybe the kid at uh, uh, Georgia or a kid at Florida is going to leave, and if I take this high school kid right now, I won't have a scholarship for that kid that may be at a five-star that was unhappy and wants to play someplace else. So, again, it just becomes really difficult to – to go out right now, and, and I tell high school players, if you have an offer and you like that school, you better take it. You, there's no more dancing around because it may not be there. All of a sudden, you, you know, I've had kids come in, I really like the offer, and they say, give me three days. A kid goes to the portal, and I got, well, guess what? I can't, I, I got to give him a scholarship now. And so I tell young people, if you got if you got an offer, you better take it because it's really, really hard for, you know, basketball and football uh, these days in regards to high school kids getting scholarships. Now, uh, Coach Hunter, um, you look at uh, – you have the haves and the have-nots, but uh, when you look at college basketball right now and the rankings, it constantly change. Uh, but you look at Purdue, then the conversation, uh, Kansas. How when you objectively look at uh, who's hot and who's not right now uh, in college basketball, who you think's playing amongst the best? You know, there's so many teams. There's so much parity. And part of it is for what the discussion we just had about – you know, transfers and those type of things. You don't know how good teams are uh, because, again, you know, now all of a sudden the kids that have to sit out, everybody's eligible now. You know, yeah. we, we got those transfers right. two weeks ago. They let it let those guys start playing. So, you rosters change. And so, again, I mean, you, we, you, I, it used to be, hey, you know, you had these blue bloods. You know these, these, these teams would probably be in the Final Four. We have no idea. It, it just comes down to, you know, who's playing well at a particular time and, and uh, um we got we got to do something though. I, I think that we're in a bad spot with the NCAA right now. We've got to figure out how we want to handle this because we're not going to put the genie back in the bottle. That's not going to happen. But we've got to have some type of uh, some more rules and regulations in what we're doing because right now recruiting and all the things that we're doing in college athletics, it's just about money and it's out of control. Coach, uh, there's always one player like that that maybe you thought really. I like him, but now you get him on the court, man, I really love him. Is there one guy on that team that you have that you can say, boy, did he elevate his game and is playing better than I really thought he could play? Well, you know, our best player, Kevin Cross, right now, is getting a lot of NBA looks. Yeah. You know, we recruit, we recruited him a few years. It, it cost me $98 to recruit him. I got him out of, you know, out of the portal. <laughs> 98 bucks, that ain't bad. <laughs> you know, and he may turn out to be a pro, so you never know how this thing's going to work, man. I just had to do a Zoom call with him and pay my bill on a Zoom call. So, <laughs> you just never know how things are going to turn out, man. So you just keep working at it. And, and uh, you know, but I think it's important that the kids you do have, you got to get them better. You got to work at it, you know, as, as educators and teachers and coaches. Sometimes we, we spend so much time focused on the, the recruiting aspect of it, but we, you have to make guys in your program better. And that's the thing that, I, that I'm proud of we've been able to do. The guys that are in our program, they continue to get better. And I think if you do that, then, you, then you'll establish a winning program. But don't always think that the grass is going to be greener on the side, always trying to upgrade and bring more players in. Because, again, if those players aren't getting better, your program's not getting better. Now, uh, Coach Hunter, um, I want to ask you because uh, you're the basketball expert. I, I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm a basketball fan, 
But I look at football and I always say wherever there's a, a people or a population, there's players. You know, like football, I look at Florida, Texas, California. I know they have football players there. Now, obviously, you look at basketball, you'd say New York and all. But uh, you being uh, from Georgia State and Atlanta and Georgia, where when you look at north, south, east, west, that you know uh, that they'll have, you look at the AAU uh, you know, uh, syndrome that comes about, but well, where are there consistently players? Is there a wheelhouse that maybe uh, you focused on? Because, uh, you know, they have numbers there, but they're also going to have players and not uh, like the Tennessees of the world, how hot they are in the SEC right now, uh, that, that are Kentucky, whatever it might be. They all can't go to the same school. Is there one place when you look at uh, that, you know, uh, this is a hotbed that we ha- have to address? Well, I think right now the hotbed, especially in the south is Atlanta. Uh, if you look at the number of pros that, that that are from the Atlanta area into the NBA, and the number of Atlanta area kids that are playing Division One basketball, uh, and, and, and we, you know, we, 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 our entire team at Georgia State was that way. I'm, I, I would love for the New Orleans area to get back to that. It used to be when I was coaching 15, 20 years ago. Man, this this area was one of those, you know, Georgetown. Everybody recruited this area, and we've kind of lost that. And I wish we could kind of get that back, and we've got to improve our grassroots basketball. In, in, in Louisiana and also in New Orleans. But, but right now, that area where everyone recruits is Atlanta. Coach, thanks so much for joining us today. Man, we really enjoyed it. Always great conversation. And, uh, uh, man, best of luck to you. Uh, Memphis a tough uh, foe, but uh, you've had some success there. So, man, get a, get a W out of this. I sure will. I love being on, guys. Appreciate thanks so you. much. All right. Thank you, Coach Hunter. That was Tulane men's basketball coach Ron Hunter. Always love to have him on, man. Uh, he speaks his mind, and uh, man, he's he's opinionated, and I love to hear it. Uh, he he gives it to you straight. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.